Welcome to the Region for Gamers podcast. Today, Shakespeare said it best to buy at launch or not buy at launch, or something like that. Welcome to another episode of Region Free Gamers, the podcast fluent in gaming. I'm Anthony Ariaga, and joining me on this quarantine camaraderie, my, <laughs> my boys from the island of Rhodes, number one Buccaneers fan, Arnaldo Perez. <laughs> number one Cam Newton fan now. Oh, damn. We got to gotta change that <laughs> intro for next time then. <laughs> the Patriots are back. <laughs> exactly. To the Greater North, number one Buffalo Blue Jays fan, Paul Romalo. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> and across the ocean, soccer, Jeff Ivitz. Soccer. That, that's, that's me in one word, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. At least you didn't say Manchester United or Liverpool. Then I would have just, I would have just cut out. Nah, see, that's, that's why I played it. <laughs> yeah, you I played it safe. Stormed off. <laughs> you did. You I played, played it, it well. safe, man. You played it well. <laughs> But speaking of fans, before we get started, as always, I wanted to thank our listeners for all the support. We love interacting with you guys, getting feedback, getting ideas. So please keep spreading the word, subscribe, and leave us some ratings, some reviews, preferably nothing lower than a five. (laughs) And if you're tempted to give us something lower than a five, just a virtual high five will do just fine, baby. We're good with that. Yeah, yeah. We are good. (laughs) Hey, Jeff, is Liverpool really... Is Liverpool that bad to cheer for? Because, like, Man United, I'm like, no fucking way. (laughs) But Liverpool strikes me as the kind of team that was in the dregs Mm -hmm. for a long time and then rose up like a phoenix, and everybody should be happy for them. Am I wrong? You've got to think the Liverpool dominated part of the 70s and all of the 80s, so you've got a whole generation of people who hate Liverpool because they dominated. Come on, man. That that time yeah. period didn't actually. No, exist, none of us were there, so it can't surely, <laughs> surely exist. And then, and then the yeah. United, and then the United that that we know dominated the nineties a little bit with Arsenal towards the end, but mostly United and and mm. the the rest is history. But Liverpool, I think most people are just jealous that their club isn't Liverpool because it's there's a lot to admire right now, and they have an amazing coach. Um, Jurgen Klopp is just an incredible, incredible coach. They are very lucky. They're very oh, lucky. Okay, yeah. But man, like they're just an unbelievable team right now, and it's I, I'm deep with like with jealousy. But I know, I know, everything goes in cycles. <laughs> everything goes in cycles. Liverpool might win one or two more titles, and someone else with all their billions will come along, win it instead. It's nothing's forever. Nothing's forever. <laughs> yeah. That's why Leicester yeah. City was the only true yeah, beautiful that was, champion. That was it. That was a really something special. <laughs> that was something special. I heard about. I heard about like some guy who put fifty yeah, bucks down yeah. on Leicester City right Crazy. at the beginning of the season because he yeah. makes that same bet every year. Like, <laughs> which is amazing, by the way. I'm just gonna throw yeah, away money yeah, every, day, every year. <laughs> and like, and I think it was like three quarters of the season. The bookies were approaching him like, "Please let me buy you out of this bet." <laughs> Like, I'll give you 50,000 pounds, just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to pay this. Yeah. This is horrible. I mean, what was even more incredible is that they almost got relegated the season before. Um, that Yeah, it was yeah. the first, baby. It was, it was an amazing story. But uh, also, at the same time, all the big clubs were all suffering. They were all doing their rebuilds. 
kind of like there is this year with Liverpool being so far ahead. Like Liverpool are great, but most other clubs are struggling to rebuild their squads. Um, so it's all it's all a matter of timing. Mm. But um, nah, you can't you can't deny what what Liverpool have done this year. And uh, yeah, well done to them. That's my official well done. And any Liverpool fan that I know will never hear me say that because they don't listen to this podcast. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel the same. I would I would say the same thing. I mean, I would say the same thing to a Liverpool fan, but like nah, a no United chance. fan? No way. No way. I had a roommate <laughs> who was a, a Man U fan back when they were at their height. And oh my God, was he ever obnoxious. <laughs> Holy shit. There's nothing worse. It's like for Canadians, like anybody who knows a Montreal Canadiens fan? Oh, dear God. <laughs> Assholes. Like, guys... You won all your cups in the fifties, the sixties, and the seventies. <laughs> let's not let's not pretend we're really good right now. But they are they are wildly obnoxious, and I hope they're listening. I hope they're listening. <laughs> I, I love I love having a lot of listeners. I love people spreading ones. the word. Yeah. But if you're a Montreal Canadiens fan, it's like mm, you know may, maybe maybe you don't need to listen to this show. Maybe you don't need to leave us a review. It's a cost-benefit analysis at this point. Well, this is this is why me and Arnie, we're so good at faking like we get along on the podcast, even though he's a Red Sox fan. It's yeah. just, you know, we're really good at this. <laughs> Love you, Arnie. <laughs> Arnie. Arnie doesn't have to pretend, though. At least, he's, at least his team has been winning. Yeah. Okay, this is getting ugly. Let's get back into this, guys. Uh, I don't like the way this sounds anymore. <laughs> So with the PlayStation 5 on the horizon, we wanted to go back a little and talk about previous PlayStation releases. It's going on 25 years here in North America where the PlayStation was released, which is crazy because it took 10 months from the release in Japan for it to get here. And I don't know what kind of society we were living in where we had that much patience. (laughs) That was insane. 10 months. It's amazing. (laughs) But that's how things were, and I was curious to see what games we thought were there at launch, what games weren't, what games got us to buy into PlayStation, because this was initially the first console. Like, that's it. This was it. They were just coming out of nowhere with a new console. So, with that being said, what are your favorite memories of, like, the the hype going into PlayStation? Jeff, do you have any, like, fond memories of that hype? With the hype around the PlayStation, it really hit me, like, coming from the side um it's just suddenly just appeared in the shops for me like i wasn't really fully i was like buying my super play super nintendo magazine my mate down the road had this sega mega drive and then suddenly in the blockbuster video down the street and in the in the electronics stores suddenly there's this there's this new machine playing cds and it just completely took me by surprise um my cousin picked up or had got one first for his birthday and that's when he like he put on check out the new FIFA, and then for uh, we were just talking sport, right? Mm. <laughs> you put in the new FIFA, you're like, that's it, this is it, I'm sold. I'm, it's probably the biggest pile of whatever uh, you could imagine. But that, but that, that was when I got that hype. Was when I actually had it in my living room being run. Mm-hmm. So I, I thankfully I missed. Yeah. Well, thankfully, I guess, but I did miss out on all the marketing. Right, because it was it was a huge jump from the 16-bit era to the mm. 32-bit era. Like this was a huge leap, mm. and coming out the gate, you know, we were introduced to polygons and whatnot, and we were just all in. Like 
What about you, Paul? Like you were there on the front lines when this thing was coming out, right? Like what what was what was your like just initial reaction to all of this? I wasn't I wasn't quite on the front lines yet. I was still I was still like a regular civilian, oh. not a powerful game shop employee. Yeah, yeah. part of the industry. You know what, man? I <laughs> I uh, I just I saw it in magazines and on it, I dismissed it. I was like, oh yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, because you know we had just seen stuff like the Philips CDI mm-hmm. and the yeah. Jaguar, and there was no reason at all to think anybody but Nintendo and Sega would dominate the market for the rest of my life, right? (laughs) So, you know, the PlayStation comes out and screenshots don't really do it any justice. You have to actually play the games. Eventually what happened was a buddy of mine went to a store. This was well after launch, months after launch. So he got Ridge Racer, Warhawk, and I think Loaded. And he had traded in everything he had. You know, he traded in, I think he had a, I actually think he had a Turbo Duo um, and maybe like a Super Nintendo and he just traded in everything and he got the PlayStation and these three games, which is what we did back yeah, then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he brought it over to my place and it was me and a bunch of my buddies playing. And more than anything else, I could not believe how good Warhawk and Ridge Racer were loaded. Yeah, I could take it or leave it. It was a good yeah. game, but you know, you could take it or leave it. It was that and the memory card, too. Mm. You had the memory card and you could take it out and save the games and it was so small. And I was like, damn, like this is this thing is legit. And (laughs) it was. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty wild. I mean, I remember the um, because I I had gotten my Sega Saturn already a few months prior. So I was just kind of like, what what is this PlayStation with this weird controller? I don't care for this thing. And you started seeing the ad campaigns, and I'll never forget, there was this ad campaign that was like, you're not, and it was a letter E, but in red. So it's, you're not ready. <laughs> and I remember looking at this, I, I probably was at like a, a GameStop or EB Games, whatever it was called back then, and I looked at this thing and like, I don't get it. <laughs> what is this? What? It took me a second to process it. <laughs> Only because I, I found out that the human brain doesn't really fully develop to 25. So I still had a few more years left. Yeah. So I was Dude, like, I still not, don't get it. Yeah. It's not that I was stupid. It was just I wasn't developed yeah, yet. Yeah. Yeah. But it was such a clever <laughs> ad campaign. Like once I saw it, I was like, oh, this is, I kind of like this. This is pretty cool. But I'll never forget seeing a, a kiosk and they had um, Battle Arena Toshinden playing on it on a demo. And, you know, and this is coming from Virtual Fighter, right? So I had Virtual Fighter. Now I'm seeing this Battle Royale to Shinden, which looked just more, more colors, more just background, everything. And it was just one uh, stage. And I never owned the game. This is the, this is my only experience with the game. I remember this <laughs> one battle scene where they're fighting, but then there's big, there's this big screen in the back of them fighting like a, like a Megatron or like, you know, yeah. like a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, big, like a Jumbotron and, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought, yo, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was like the little, it was like the little things, you know, that kind of like, <laughs> yo, I didn't see this on like Saturn. And, <laughs> and that was it for me. I was just like, man, I got to get this console just to see games like this in this capacity. Yeah. yeah. It can't be, it can't be overstated. I mean, we look, we go, okay. We look back now. And Battle Arena Toshinden, not a great game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sequel, not a great game. But as a launch title yep. and as a side-by-side comparison with Virtua Fighter, it looked 
it just looked better. Right. And it can't be overstated just how much it kind of put Virtua Fighter to shame in a way. Because, like, as a game itself, right, strip away the graphical differences, I'd rather play Virtua Fighter every single yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's not what lures you in. What lures you in is how they look. And Battle Arena to Shinden was clearly like a game developed for the console, not this arcade port of a game that was much older. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about much older, but yeah. it certainly looked older. Yeah, it definitely made everything before that look older. That was mm-hmm. the thing with the PlayStation because you had the Saturn, which launched a few months, like four or five months prior, and then you got the PlayStation, and it was night and day in terms of how these games looked. It was. Yeah. You know, just night and day. But like, so we had like the the, the day one titles is always what I'm always curious about because I want to know like what <laughs> is going to get you to buy the system on day one. You know, Nintendo does it great. They release two games and one of those games you're going to make, <laughs> it's going to make you buy the console. Yeah. I don't know about great, but okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, you got like a Zelda game and you're like, people just lose their minds, right? Yeah. So you got yes. the PlayStation yeah. jumping out the gate. It's it's not a long list here, so I'm just going to read it real quick. And we already covered Battle Arena Toshinden, ESPN Extreme Games, Kiliak the DNA Imperative, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, Power Serve 3D Tennis, The Raiden Project, Rayman, Ridge Racer, my first, my favorite here, Street Fighter the Movie, <laughs> the game, and Total Eclipse Turbo. So, like, from that list, let me ask you, Arnie. I know you weren't a day one purchaser of this console, but <laughs> which one of these games, if you just saw the, this list of games, are there any games on this list that made you think, would make you think, oh, I got to get this console right now? Jesus. Um, I mean, knowing me as a child, probably Street Fighter, honestly. <laughs> like, just, be, just being that dumb. Um, and JCVD, I mean. I mean no, no oh, doubt. yeah, of you course. But uh, I just... It, it's always weird to me because I always I don't know if this is just like a weird like personality tick of mine, but I'm always like I definitely know like two or three launch games for like every console. And then I see the actual launch lineup and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I never saw like any of these. Games. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think of, out of these, I would my favorite would probably be Rayman. Um, but I wouldn't have known that at the time because I think Rayman was. A new IP for for the PlayStation at the time, or had it come out on Super Nintendo before that? No, nah, it was a it was Ubisoft. They I think it came yeah. out on the Saturn yeah, and the so. PlayStation. I don't know if it was at the same time, but it might have come on the Saturn a little earlier since it had been out a little. But yeah, that yeah. was like the first entry into the Rayman series. Yeah, yeah. I'll give them credit for this. It seems just looking at this like sort of eyeballing it that there is a good variety of games here mm-hmm. um outside of maybe no rpgs but you definitely you got a shooter you got a platformer you got a racing game you got a sports game um you've got i don't know if you have i don't know what the dna imperative is i'm gonna assume it's like <laughs> a first person shooter of some kind i could be wrong hey nice yeah. guess yeah. yeah um so you definitely have some variety here which is always nice i think anthony made that good point that nintendo like a lot of times I feel like Nintendo is like, this is the game that you're going to get with the console. <laughs> and here's like another game that like, if you're, you know, demented, you can buy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the one, two switch. <laughs> one, two yeah. switch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's milk some cows, boys. Yo. Let's milk oh. some cows. 
<laughs> Sorry. It's funny though because I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I remember my friend. Um, he had he got a PlayStation like pretty early, and ESPN Extreme Games was his game of choice. Oh, and interesting. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember anything about that game. I remember what well, you would like a toboggan <laughs> down the street or something, but it was just like. It looked cool at yeah, the like time. Street it had like luge this, or whatever. Yeah, it was like this digitized graphics, which was like, ooh, yeah. wow, what's this? <laughs> and that was about it. I honestly, Ridge Racer was that's when this is when Ridge Racer was just became like synonymous with PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. Right, like, and and I always feel this. I always feel that about a console when it launches, you need that at least that one racing game to kind of show off, like mm-hmm. the graphics, the power of it. But it was a yeah. yeah I mean, it was very diverse, man. Um, Killing the DNA and importantly, and and importantly, it looked better than Daytona. Yeah, yep. and significantly better. It's same thing as Tashinden yeah. and Virtual Fighter, mm-hmm. and then later Tekken and Virtual Fighter as well. Mm-hmm. Ridge Racer. Oh man, I'll never forget. Like my buddy bringing Ridge Racer over, and we were like, "Whoa, this is <laughs> this is ridiculous." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and instead, Sega had a bunch of rushed arcade ports. Yeah, is really what happened, right? Like. They had to release kind of re-releases of Virtual Fighter and Daytona mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. so that they would not look like garbage compared to what Sony was offering. Yeah, yeah. The the patience really paid off with Sony because it's it's hard to imagine like a like a Sega dropping a bomb like that in May saying, "Hey, consoles out now!" Bam, and Sony stuck to yeah. their guns. Sony was just like, "No, nah, we'll wait. We'll wait till September, <laughs> man." And- oh man, they just they did so much right. Yeah, the, a lot of the, a lot of the, they didn't, I think PlayStation didn't even need an ad campaign. They just was like, they're Sega, they're doing it for us, man. They're, <laughs> they're basically promoting our console. And I love Sega, you know me, I love my Saturn, but this was just a bad move for them. And it really helped Sony huge. I mean, with this lineup, mm, yeah. you know, things that weren't that exciting. I, I do, hmm? I, I do wonder, you know, like this is Sony's first attempt in the console market. Mm-hmm after that relationship with Nintendo broke down, maybe they were a little bit cautious about spending money, too much money on marketing, too much money on the on the side of getting it in people's faces and just let... Because at the time, Sony were, and Sony still are, obviously. Mm-hmm. They were like... I would say Sony, where I was from, was the real sign of quality when it came to tech. Oh yeah, yes. Unless you are, unless you are spending insane amounts of money on other on other companies, that, that Sony was like a really good tier for most families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that name alone is what would have made, I'm sure, my dad go, "Oh well, Sony are also doing video games," you know, rather than they're not just doing hi-fi's and TVs and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe you know. There was that. There was that element of them going right. We're just going to put it into the market. We'll just see how it goes. Then, and I think we spoke about this on another podcast, and I'm sure we can go into it here. Maybe is then they let their the different offices around the world do with it what they needed to to then to then market it in the way it needed to be marketed. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, and it was it's it yeah and they really did it right, man. And Sony at the time was just known as like. Walkmans and electronics. So a lot of this, there was, there was a lot riding on this. Like a lot of people didn't really think, a lot of experts in the industry didn't really, weren't too sure about this, weren't really to, weren't ready to get on the bandwagon, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But why would they? Right. right we had, yeah. Like I said, we had a history of non Sega, mm-hmm. non Nintendo failures to draw mm-hmm. on. So why would this be any different? Exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> 
But I, but along with this list, though, I just find it funny because in the in revisionist history of my mind, I thought there were other games on this list from day one. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I was when I saw this list, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so for me, Dude, so many of these games, yeah, like for, I just have, I'm like, really, Power Serve 3D. Ta- I had, <laughs> I had no idea some of these games were were um were launch games. Like the only one that I knew was Ridge Racer. Right. And the only reason I knew it, honestly, was just coincidence. Because in my head, when I go back in time, Warhawk is a launch title, and <laughs> mm-hmm. Twisted Metal is a launch title. Exactly. And Loaded is a launch title. Right. And I don't think that... And I think those were all for, like, the first holiday season. I really should have looked it up beforehand. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, they. I'm pretty sure they came out maybe a month or two months after the launch. Yeah, they were, like, in that release window that everyone talks yeah. about, you know. So it wasn't a day one, but you could get them by the holidays. I remember yeah, exactly. for me, it was, I thought, like you mentioned a few of them. I thought Jumping Flash was a day one release. Remember that one? Oh, that little, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, Jumping Flash. It was a, it was more like a 3D demo, but I just remember seeing it and thinking, <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. It's 3D. Never seen this before. I thought yeah, Jumping yeah, Flash. exactly. I thought Crash Bandicoot was there just in my mind. Crash Bandicoot. Oh, wow. Tekken, <laughs> Tekken for sure. I thought was a, was a yeah. day one, and you mentioned yeah. Warhawk too. I thought Warhawk was a day one as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any yeah. any long box PS one game, I'm like, right. potentially could have been a release. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Were there any games that you thought were day one? Yeah, uh, outside of the ones you've mentioned, I ha- I always had Destruction Derby down mm. as a as a launch title, ah. and I think that I always look back to there was a couple of moments when I first played the PlayStation, and one of them was in a shop, and it must have just had one of the like the first demo discs, you know, in in there, and I think I played Rayman. I'm pretty sure I tried Battle Arena Toshinden and Destru- Destruction Derby Crash Bandicoot. I'm sure they were all, all, all on it. Uh, but then now I'm probably like blending my different memories of different <laughs> demo discs. But I really, I always had the time. I I would always think, well, if the, you know, my brain has said, well, that's on a demo disc, the first demo disc there that I played. Therefore, that must have been on the launch. Yeah. But I mean, if you, like we're saying, if you said to me, there's a Street Fighter game on launch, there's an <laughs> NBA Jam NBA Jam game on launch, there's a there's an arcade racer, there's a platformer. I'd be like, that's a damn good launch lineup. Yeah, um, bearing bearing in mind that calling that game a Street Fighter game is very very generous. <laughs> but that's how they got us, man. That's it, how they got us. We saw Street Fighter. Yeah, we were yeah. like, "What? Yes, I'm in." <laughs> I'm I'm sure when I went to see that because I remember my mum taking me to see that that movie. I'm sure even as a let me see, that was '94 that came out, right? '94, right about yeah, about there, yeah. 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 So, Oh, so I was 10 years old. I'm sure 10-year-old Jeff would have turned to his mum and just said, I am sorry for making you sit through that. <laughs> because he, even I knew it was the biggest pile of horse manure you've oh, ever come man. across. It um, should be... Um, the most, sorry, Jeff, go ahead. No, say, like, the most interesting thing about that movie was uh, we spent most of it having popcorn thrown at us by three kids in the back of the cinema. <laughs> That's my overriding memory. My mum having to turn around and go... Oh, because <laughs> being English, we're too we're too polite to go. Excuse me, could you not throw popcorn? Because as soon as you say don't throw popcorn, they'll just lug the whole thing at you. Yeah, yeah. So that was always my memory oh, of, man. of Street Fighter I, the movie. To, to this day, Jeff will not sit in front of anyone at the movie theater that has popcorn. <laughs> oh, first row, I am in hives. I'm like, I can't. I am so open. <laughs> so the PlayStation ruined your 
movie experiences for life. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, and you put like the bat. Was it the Batman Forever game as well? Oh, with, 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 the, with Jim Carrey. What was it? Was it yeah. Forever? The yeah, one? yeah, was, Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, forever. with the Riddler. <laughs> I played Tom that Jones. on Genesis. That was. Oh, that was Ooh, yeah, that such was an cool. experience. What about what Should about you on here that the uh, <laughs> that the PAL release for the PlayStation? This launch lineup is. Well, we'll just say it's dense in quality because mm-hmm. <laughs> all I've got here is Wipeout and Ridge Racer, and that's it. There we go. That's what you need. But, man, you need. but look, 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 looking back 25 years later, we're, we're thinking, wow, that launch was crazy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Look at this list. You're like, wait, why did I get a PlayStation? Why? <laughs> yeah. Arnie, are there, are there any games like, you know, from your memory, like, like that you thought were launch days, launch day games? Yeah. I mean, you guys have pretty much covered them all. I definitely thought Jumping Flash was like a Mm -hmm. day one. I could have seen Destruction Derby. But like I said, it was mostly like, if it's a long box game, I was like, oh, this is like relatively early. So like Descent. Um, yeah, Siberia, I think was one that came out in launch box and long box. Mortal Kombat 3, was that a long box? Mortal Uh, Kombat? The trilogy? I think so. Yeah, I think it was. Um, yeah. And then uh, mm. Magic Carpet, probably. <laughs> like, I don't know. Sure alpha, was it Alpha or Alpha 2 on, in the US? Oh, was that yeah. one box? What about, uh, what was that game? Pandemonium? 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 Oh, yeah. Pandemonium. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pandemonium. From Crystal, from Crystal, Dyn- Crystal Dynamics, yeah. I think that was. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, games I actually saw, like, that's the thing is, I was so young that by the time I sort of saw the PS1 for the first time, I think I saw, like, Crash Bandicoot 2 or something, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tekken 2 was but already But my two out overriding and, yeah. memories of, of the PS1 were just, like, one, I was like, wow, this thing is ugly. Like, I was, I distinctly remember being like, it's just like a gray box. It doesn't even have, like, purple switches on it, like... Yeah. This thing sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I remember I opted for the for the sleek PS one, you know, the very round oh, the P- uh, oh, right, right. tiny one. Oh yeah. Um the place. Yeah, exactly. And then my other overriding memory was just that startup sound for every PS one game. Oh man. That like echoes in my brain every single time I like yeah. see a PS one. People lose their minds when they hear that at a conference or something. They're like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> sort of like the thx uh like sound up before the star wars movies i was just like all right like this this just triggered something in my brain that now i'm like you know seven again or something yep yeah yep. absolutely now, i remember and i hear it so rarely now because when i play yeah. mm-hmm. if i load up a ps1 disc it's not going to be on my ps1 i have the ps1 hooked up but like it's it's almost ornamental. I just yeah. put it in the PS3, really, which yeah. you know is backwards compatible. Yep. So, I think it's. A, I thought. I. I think the PlayStation One original is a great. Is a great design. It's very mid nineties. <laughs> very mid nineties. It's better. Better looking than the Saturn. Yeah, in my opinion, it is. It is. I remember. I remember the controller just giving me fits when I first got a PlayStation because yeah. it was like trying the, the locate. You know, like if I was playing like a, I think it was like NFL game day, and trying to throw the pass but not knowing you know initially where the x and the circle and the square were i was like what is this why can't it just be letters why can't it just be letters like everything else and that that usually that initially just kind of threw me off and now it's like it's like just in it's edged into your head like you know exactly which buttons are where you know oh of course yeah and for fighting games those four directional buttons mm-hmm. yikes man <laughs> doing doing like fireball after fireball on that controller just like 
my thumb was like, please stop playing this game. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you'll suffer through it. <laughs> I like my my biggest complaint is a bit of uh, diverting off here, but my biggest complaint of fighting games on the PlayStation was always you would go into the command list and the command list would be the arcade buttons. And it's like, <laughs> but I'm not playing on the arcade. I'm playing on a PlayStation controller. Yeah. Why aren't you telling me the commands with the PlayStation, <laughs> you know, face face buttons why am i suddenly having to imagine what a b and c are <laughs> so lazy my head i know so lazy yeah. well thank god we adjusted after we were 25 we figured it out our brains adjusted <laughs> <laughs> we finally became red e <laughs> ready how clever just so clever <laughs> oh man so let's let's take a quick break and when we come back let's dive into the playstation 2 launch And we're back, everyone. And right now, we're about to jump into the PlayStation 2 launch, just the beginning, as they would call it. Uh, the PlayStation 2 launched six months after the Japanese release, so at least it wasn't the full 10 like we had to suffer through a 95. Uh, it, hit, it hit in the U.S. In, in October of 2000. Uh, the PlayStation 2 ad campaign. Now that was one that I remember seeing in a movie theater for the first time, and it was kind of it was kind of clever. They had an ad for the PlayStation 9. With the tagline, just the beginning. Um, I remember being in the movie theater, though, and it was funny because they showed the ad. They showed, like, some gameplay of, of a few games, and the crowd booed. The crowd was just... <laughs> wow. The crowd booed. They were not impressed. Apparently, Amazing. New Yorkers are just not easily impressed. I did not know this, but that's the day I realized that that was an, a an actual fact. Uh, <laughs> uh, the ad was great, though. I really... I, that, that's another ad that Sony really got me to just, it just got stuck in my head because it, so it showcased basically what the PlayStation 9 was going to do using electronic spores to tap right into your adrenal glands. Jesus Christ. Mind control, <laughs> advanced retina scanning, telepathic music, amongst other things. Instead, they lied and we got the emotion engine. Yeah. So, the, yeah, so basically, engine. Sony was like the deep state. They're like, we will control your mind. We will. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Was that the uh, was that the first ad you ever saw in the theater? Do you remember? I to me, I re that was the first. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. It was. It was. Yeah. It was weird because it wasn't like a you never saw ads in movie theater. But all of a sudden, yeah. right before the movie started, they they tell you to sit down, shut the fuck up, turn off your phone, and then all of a sudden, boom, yeah. PlayStation ad. I was like, yeah. what? That is verbatim what they do in the Bronx. They just tell you to shut the fuck no, up. No, they do. That's <laughs> it. That's actual <laughs> facts. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, I remember seeing an ad in the movie theater for the first time, and it's like, oh, this, is, this must be important, right? <laughs> and fast forward 20 years later, and I'm like, dear fucking God, just start the movie. <laughs> And sometimes I'll say it out loud and it gets a giggle out of the people around me. <laughs> it's really like the only entertainment we have there while I'm watching yet another fucking Toyota that I'm not going to buy brand new. So you didn't you don't like the trivia before the movie? 
Oh my god, the trippy. <laughs> oh, I love all that. That's that's okay. It. That's a different story. It's just when the lights come down, and then you've got the twenty minutes worth of ads, and the trailers are okay, right? I'll, I'll watch yeah. a trailer. I gotta give them credit though. After coming out hot with the PS One, you gotta have some balls to be like, "Well, we're already PS Nine is like half." Wait, we're already playing. Oh, that. dude, it's Miami Heat, man. Not one, <laughs> not two, not three. <laughs> They came out swinging, man. But it was fucking LeBron James. But man, Sony <laughs> delivered that final, you know, nail in the coffin, so to speak, to to Sega, knocking out the Oof. Dreamcast with that one. Which I'm not gonna lie, I was a little butt hurt about it. I was a little butt hurt, yeah. but yeah, you know, yeah, it needed to happen, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> and I was I was especially butt hurt because mm-hmm. like it was a lot of man. That was the first time I remember so much hype that didn't actually exist Uh, like this whole thing about the emotion engine and we we've talked about this on the show before Mm -hmm. but oh my god sony was just like this thing is going to do everything and they had the the final fantasy demo Mm -hmm. which was fmv it wasn't even gameplay but they're like this is what (laughs) it's gonna look like and no it's not but like we all we all believed it right Right. It it was the first time we had been kind of lied to like that we were so gullible <laughs> right well exactly yeah well like the play when the playstation launched it was like sony being very humble and then yes. playstation 2 comes out and they are just they're sony now they're sony again <laughs> exactly. and this was the first time yeah you're right this was the first time that we would be lied to from a sony console <laughs> at a presentation yeah. <laughs> with, with motion <laughs> video tricking us and i'll never forget that sony i'll never forget that shit <laughs> and it still happens today oh right? yeah of course i mean even oh, the, yeah. even in the xbox uh video there was some like look at this new game it's like no you've just shown us a video you haven't shown us game <laughs> right you've shown us a video no, yes but, exactly don't give me that and we'll get more yeah. into this like when we get further into the playstation but yeah it was it was definitely the first time i remember thinking like oh that's such a bullshit lie man and it would just <laughs> mm-hmm. carry on but it was, it was... I was dumb, dude. I believed all oh, of it. Man. Yeah, <laughs> we all cool. did. 25 million polygons! <laughs> like... <laughs> also, let's not forget, it was like the first... Like, it made DVD like a really important media. Because yep. yep. it was that... They had that yeah. DVD player. That a lot of people true. weren't... You know, they were on the fence about DVD players and not knowing if this was going to be a, a real thing. But Sony yeah. made it a thing. Like, they yep. really pushed it. Yep. And conversely, you have a lot of people... I shouldn't say a lot of people, but you have people on the fence about which console to buy. And then the PlayStation 2 automatically comes with a DVD player. It comes with, like, it's not just a game system. It's a game system that also has this machine that you would ordinarily pay $200, $300 for at the time anyway. Mm -hmm. Man, that will will never happen again. Like, that convergence of a new tech combining with a new game console just at the perfect time... Man, Sony really, (laughs) man, that is some great luck. That's like the Warriors signing Kevin Durant, like (laughs) right at the moment that the NBA salary cap jumps up and now they have this super team. Like that's that's what the PS2 was. It was the Golden State Warriors of that game era. That absolutely means nothing to me. I know. (laughs) Not alone. I can't wait to alienate even more listeners with (laughs) <laughs> relatively obscure sports comparisons uh, but the the ps2 though was crazy because so it essentially knocked out the dreamcast and yep. the xbox was a, about a year away from arriving so the ps2 had like a one-year gap it was just all playstation 
Which, yeah. are you just forgetting about, are you deliberately forgetting about the GameCube? I know. Is that what I just heard? Easy, Jeff. Easy. Heal. Heal. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to go, Anne. I'm ready to go. And I'm not happy with that, but I'm going to, I'm going to take a step okay. back. Carry on. <laughs> no one's forgetting about the GameCube, Jeff. Just everybody. <laughs> just everyone. <laughs> everyone. So the, the PlayStation 2 launch here in the US, uh, it was a... Uh, a little bit more extensive than the PlayStation was, so I'm not going to bore everyone with reading the entire list. It's like a, a memoriam at the Oscars at this point. But <laughs> I'll never forget getting my PlayStation 2. Um, I was at a Best Buy, just randomly, just meandering, as I normally do at a Best Buy. And someone yelled out, Register 2! And I look, and there's just like a pallet of PlayStation 2s and everybody's running over there. This thing was sold out everywhere, all right? This thing was sold out. So I was able to grab myself a PlayStation 2. And then comes the point where you're like, okay, what games do I get? Unfortunately, I'm looking at this list and I don't remember a lot of these games being readily available. <laughs> um, but I was happy to take this thing home and be able to play my PlayStation 1 games until I could find some games. <laughs> I will tell you though, the only game that was on that shelf, and there was a lot of copies if you wanted it, was Fantavision. Fantavision, <laughs> yeah, if you wanted it, it was there for you, man. <laughs> and I've been I live in the, you know, like I live in New York, I live in the Bronx. I've been living the Fantavision life since early June because that's all that's been <laughs> happening outside, just fireworks after fireworks. But I'm I'm of course, of course Sony had a Ridge Racer game at launch, which is yep. you know, yep. typical yep. Sony. And I remember Madden. For me, Madden was the was a system seller for me. Uh, it was I was playing my Dreamcast, and I loved my NFL 2K. But Madden, man, really stepped it up. And as I talked about the the jump from the 16 bit era to the 32 bit era, this was another huge jump to me. This was yeah. a big evolution of like a lot of, of any game, but especially the Madden games. You could really see how on a different level these games were. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking, I'm just looking at this list. I, I don't remember Street Fighter EX3 being a launch title. You guys, Paul, you remember that? Nope. No, no. Right? The only, really the only games from this list that I truly remember being launch titles were Kessen, uh, Fantavision, yep. because haha, <laughs> and, uh, Tekken Tag Tournament. Those, those were kind of the ones that I really remember. This list is huge. I, yeah. Looking back on it, I had no idea. No idea there were this many at launch. Yeah, me neither. Like I said, I was in that Best Buy. I didn't see no games. And this was six months after it came out in Japan. So there were a little bit more in terms of the quantity, but I don't think mm -hmm. necessarily meant quality here. What about you, Jeff? Are there yeah. any games here that got you day one? Yes, yeah, so I, I have quite a, a nice little story, which which is going to make some people's eyes, <laughs> eyes roll. I, I actually, um, in... Ooh, in I think it was the month before launch in Japan. I actually was lucky enough to be in Tokyo. Oh, wow. Um, and I went into the Sony building in Ginza, which is no longer there. And at, on the top floor, it was fully dedicated to the PlayStation 2. Um, so obviously, only seen it in the magazines. Um, you, that's the only place and only time you'd ever know about it. I, I knew what it was going to look like, but I hadn't really grasped the size, etc. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I, and then... You know, luckily enough, I managed to play one in the in the Sony building, um, and I I played the the exact three games that Paul mentions. So that's exactly <laughs> why I, I I remember I remember Fantavision, I remember Kesson because Kesson was like a, a, a one, another one of those warlord 
Japan simulator yeah. uh, type uh, games. Um, and Tekken Tag, yeah, those are the three that I just remember. Like even Sony were pimping them quite a mm. lot. Like look how look how real the humans look in Kessen, <laughs> yeah. and look how smooth the fighting is in Tekken Tag. And Tekken Tag was a really good game. Uh, I thought. At yeah, the it time. was pretty good. I don't think yeah. That. Um, but Fantavision, I'll be honest with you, like I was, I was a little bit, I was a bit in awe of like how I felt it looked at the time. And I remember picking it up some years later for like two pounds mm. from a secondhand shop thinking <laughs> yeah. I finally get to try Fantavision. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, it was an experience. It was an experience. Um, <laughs> but I, I think for me, the PlayStation 2 launch um hold still in my in my heart and in my mind like the most mystery and the most excitement um the idea of what dvds could do mm. um the idea of of what the next generation of playstation games we were going to get and it really and i i'm like paul i fully bought into all the hype into all the all the the big statements they were going to make uh, they were going to make you could argue by the end of the life cycle of the playstation 2 that it was achieving some of those things but I was I was hooked uh, by all of that stuff, and I wouldn't say I was ever disappointed by it. I felt like the GameCube was a better looking console graphically. I felt like oh, yeah. even the Xbox was a better looking console, you know, mm-hmm. when you played the games. But PlayStation, I they they'd done so much good in that first gener in their first console. I I forgave them for everything. Yeah. I forgave yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a. I mean, that's a. That's another. That's something else you don't see nowadays. Just a, a one year gap when it's just the one console. Like you'll never see that happen again. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember playing. Um, I think one of the first games I I purchased was Dynasty Warriors two, and I was in awe of that game. I thought that was like a great, yeah. just a selling piece <laughs> for the PlayStation two. I really didn't play it that much afterwards because it's really. I don't know. I didn't really find it that deep. But it's a Dynasty Warriors game, but yeah. exactly. But who I didn't know I didn't know that back then. <laughs> like, yeah, I was oh, like, none of us did. Right? Yeah, no, it looked amazing. Yeah, it looked great. So I think that was a uh, if it, it um, validated my purchase for the PlayStation Two. And I remember quickly trying to sell my PlayStation One because that's what we did, right? Like we just tried to yeah, sell sure, that PlayStation yeah. well, and this One. This one had backwards exactly. compatibility, so oh, you didn't yeah, really right. need your PlayStation you didn't, One you didn't, you didn't need it at all. I mean, even even to this day, Sony used to do a really good job of it because right now, if you wanted to play the entire PlayStation lineup, all you need is a PS3 and a PS4, and you're gold yep. right now. Yep. But long time ago, what about you, Arnie, though? Like what's some games on this list here that you, that you would have gotten day one or that you have now one of the first games you may may have purchased for the PlayStation 2. Yeah, it's funny looking at this list like I didn't get a I didn't get a PS2 at launch. I got it a little bit after. Um and I honestly it's funny because I completely forgot about the DVD function like right before we started recording this and I'm like <laughs> I feel like I spent more time watching movies on this thing than actually playing it. <laughs> yeah. Um but like definitely now looking at this list, it's just it's so huge. But mostly I focus on the games that I want now. Like I just got Orphan, which I've heard is terrible um, and I want to play very badly. Uh, like stuff like Evergrace, Eternal Ring. Like I you can definitely tell what the PS2 was going to become sort of from looking at this list. Like a lot of really obscure, like experimental stuff like fantavision a lot of rpgs like way more i feel like japan sort of focused Mm -hmm. like there's definitely some sports stuff here and there but they were really letting the freak flag fly 
um, <laughs> with stuff like Armored Core and Dynasty Warriors and Kessen and um, just a lot more openness with, with that sort of stuff. This is, a, I think, pro- like one of the better like launch lineups I've seen, but I don't know how much of that is just because there's so much stuff here that like, you know, you're going to hit on something if you put out right. four, like 30 games day one. Um, yeah, very much so. But but no, I mean, Time Splitters is there. We haven't even talked about Time Splitters. I know, right? Huge. Um, what a game. Tekken Tag. Um, you know, SSX. I loved SSX back in the day. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, yes. Like, even, like, Tony Hawk was, like, the one, the first extreme sports game I picked up on the PS1, and that was, like, the only one I'd play, and SXX was, like, this number two. That was the, like, me and my friends would switch off between those. I also remember, I don't know, I have this, like, very indelible memory of the PS2 being, like, the first console where I started having trouble with, like, disc skipping, like, disc, the disc skipping and like disc just like playing them so much that they start to go bad on you and i don't know why but i don't know if you guys ever did this but i distinctly remember that in this era people started selling we would call them disc condoms um (laughs) they were basically like these little plastic things that you would attach to the bottom of the disc and the theory is that like they would protect your discs from like getting as scratched up while you play and that's what you called them yes (laughs) yes that's that's the name (laughs) yes you know what what me and my friends would call them (laughs) sony would later call that a umd (laughs) yeah fair enough Wow, I don't remember that at Me all, neither, man. Yeah. Oh, well, they we were, just no, like they were we just worst. didn't scratch our discs, is what we yeah. did. Well, yeah. <laughs> took care Fair of enough. our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I used I used my opposable thumbs to I'm carefully sure that actually hold the, the disc. Time did not help back. The, uh, with the taking care of my games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another game changer um that i that i distinctly remember was that freaking memory card holder that thing made me so happy when i I started putting memory card holders in the games because then i could like when i was going over to a friend's house or anything i just put my memory card in there didn't have to like worry about losing it because it was so freaking tiny yeah Um, yeah it was great especially Mm -hmm. because i had to that was definitely the first game i had multiple memory cards for like i never had more than one ps1 memory card i don't think but for the ps2 we, I, probably couldn't I had like them. three they were so expensive yeah <laughs> yeah eight all those all those megabytes the eight megabytes <laughs> needed them all one, one thing on this list also that's pretty interesting is the presence of ea and mm. especially relative to the lack of presence of ea yep. for the dreamcast like this is this True. list Madden 2001, NHL 2001, SSX, like EA came out in force here. Mm-hmm. It it should be noted as well. Like that just kind of instantly, mm-hmm. not that the PS2 needed any more legitimizing, but <laughs> it's just that extra kind of nail in the coffin for the Dreamcast, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. They had, it's yeah. not on this list for some reason, but I guess it must have been like in that launch window, but FIFA was pretty much out after the launch of the PlayStation 2 as well. I remember it was there for the PAL launch for yeah. sure. Oh, okay. You can't you can't launch you can't launch a PAL system <laughs> without a FIFA game. It's like I think mm-hmm. I think you go to jail for that, don't you, Jeff? Uh there there is a form of, of capital punishment. Um <laughs> which we're not we which we don't speak of. Uh it's so it's so horrific. the fact that Jeff didn't even hesitate makes me think it's really true. No. Like he just <laughs> if you've if you've seen Event Horizon, then you know the kind of shit that we put people through for <laughs> For such a crime. 
So, I mean, this was a, the, the launch lineup for the PS2, at least here in North America, like, it was pretty extensive. Like, like Arnie said, it's pretty diverse, man. You had something for everyone. Um, are there any games, uh, on this list that you thought were day one, Paul? Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, no, no, no. I was Metal convinced Gear. I knew that, that, that it was. <laughs> you know what, man? No, not really. There's nothing I can think. It's right. not like the PS1 yeah. where. I played it early and it just kind of came out of nowhere. And so you have certain games that you thought were launch titles that actually weren't. There's there's nothing on this list that I thought came out later. And there's nothing I can think of off the top of my head that I thought was a launch title that wasn't. Like, the fact of the matter is, it's a huge list. I had no idea. Like, I just completely forgot how huge the the list of PlayStation 2 launch titles was. In my head, it was just a few, and Fantavision was the one that stuck out. <laughs> so yeah, I, I can't, I can't really uh, add anything there to your question. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same. I'm looking at this list, and there's nothing I thought wasn't there, or something that should be on other. No, I'm pretty much like salad with this list. What about yeah, you, Jeff? I anything? Think... You, are you covered too? Yeah, I'm covered. Yeah. I think that the first twelve months, because it this it launched in in PAL region. Uh, I think, let me try and remember, around December, January, after the US. I think November, November 2000. So it was about a month Thank after, okay. About a month. Okay, that was, that's, that's amazing when you think uh, how <laughs> yeah. it used to be. Um, yeah, but I do remember those first 12 months when you got you, you got a new Pro Evo, you got new, you got GTA 3, Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm. That, that first 12 months were just insanely good for that yeah. console. <laughs> yeah. Insane. And I and I that's why I always kind of think that first year is so important for a console for any console like the like the launch lineup like you were saying earlier about Nintendo you could, there's always going to be something that you really want and the rest you're going to go yeah 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 whatever yeah. Uh, yes and no I, I, it doesn't matter to me but if you don't keep that momentum in those first twelve months mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if your launch lineup is a pile of shit if you've got <laughs> an amazing twelve months after you'll 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 make up the ground yeah if yep. you will yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, especially if you have twelve uncontested months. Yeah, yeah. Like Sony did yeah. here, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Again, I don't like. You know, I don't want to be the guy who's like, "This will never happen again." But like, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it will. I. I really don't. Like, there were yeah. so many factors that converged to cement the PS2 as the system of that generation, and solidly, like solidly, so like this really kind of made the PlayStation you know what it is today the ps3 launch like that's you know we'll get to that in a second but i wouldn't call it a disaster but (laughs) it didn't it didn't matter dude they could they could release a cup in a ball and call it the the playstation 3 (laughs) and people would have been like amazing you know that's that's the kind of good and they still would have charged you 600 bucks for it (laughs) oh yeah 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 playstation 3 it comes with electronic spores i'd be all in like i'm in baby (laughs) yeah the i will say the one thing that i was surprised reading this list that i didn't see was any of the future sort of de facto mascots like no ratchet and clank no jack no sly yeah that's a good point i think the ones that i was kind of surprised by that there's no like this is our platformer for this system yeah yeah yeah. true well i mean that i think that says a lot to Sony's yep. credit, I mean, this they released all these games day one, and look at all the stuff that was coming, mm. right? Like Metal Gear Solid Two was coming, like I believe the following year. Then yeah. you had mm-hmm. you Paul had was on the front lines by that point. GTA Three, yeah. 
I mean, and Ratchet yeah. and Clank. All yeah, you're right. I mean, this this is going to be. If we didn't know it, man, imagine going in <laughs> and not knowing that these games were coming. Like, ooh, it was going to be a great. Well, nobody nobody knew about GTA three. Right. Like yeah. GTA three was coming, but nobody knew that it was going to be GTA three. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like up to that point, we had Grand Theft Auto and Grand Theft Auto two, and those were cute little quirky, you know, violent games that kind of just you know came and went right, nobody yeah. i don't know I, I didn't really think too much of them and i didn't yeah. know anybody who thought too much of them gta 3 comes along nobody's expecting it <laughs> to be what it is and then a few yeah. months in and and suddenly it's this phenomenon man, that was only available on the playstation and the 2000s were a good time man good time Ah <laughs> 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 uh, man so that's it for the ps2 uh let's take a quick break we'll come back and jump into the ps3 launch guys and we're back and now we're on to the ps3 launch the one thing again that sony did with the ad campaign which you can't forget whether for good or bad in this case maybe just kind of scary was the the plastic baby doll tearing up at the sight of a ps3 i i i feel like jeff could probably relate to that in a way uh just tearing up at the sight of a ps3 but Right. Here we, but here we are. <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> that was it. That's as far as I was going. <laughs> that was it. But like the PS3 launched. Now this time the PS3 launched ahead of the Microsoft console by a body. No, I'm sorry. It launched a year after the Microsoft yep. console. That's so right. Yeah. Flipped yeah, the script yeah. that year, which could have been like a death nail. But it turns out like it just kind of just, you know, slowed things down for them initially. But what Sony Microsoft did again? Microsoft was not ready. They, they were not ready for sure. And what Sony did here again? What they same thing they did with the PS2 is they launched yet another media, another form of media. They went from the DVD, and now Sony was pushing the Blu-ray. And uh, people went, people lost their minds. The price point on this thing was six hundred dollars, I believe. Yeah. But it was probably. Yeah, cool. The easy, the uh, probably one of the cheaper Blu-ray players you could get at the time, and it yeah. also played PS3 games. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. sure they were making much money on it, were they per unit? No, no. they were losing. No, PS3. they were selling at a loss for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah. like, there's a big difference though here, and I mean, we we like you know we like Blu-ray, we like the quality, mm-hmm. but the difference between VHS and DVD, and DVD and Blu-ray not even close man like if you're if you're going from vhs to dvd everybody wants the dvd Mm -hmm. right like it's like going remember like going from cassette tapes to compact discs like it was a huge thing you didn't have to press a rewind button and so on and so forth going from dvd to blu-ray is strictly an upgrade in visual quality it didn't Mm -hmm. change the way that you control the medium Mm -hmm. and the ease with which you could access it and replay your favorite scenes and and you know so on 
So I don't think the Blu-ray was that big a deal at the time. Like, I don't know. And do you remember it being a big deal? For me, it, it wasn't something that like sold me on the console. It, it was like you said, it wasn't something I, def, I def, definitely needed. If anything, it was something at the time where Blu-ray was fighting with HD DVD, which Microsoft yeah. was pushing. <laughs> so at that, at that point, we didn't even know which medium was going to like actually succeed. So I was yep. kind of sitting back and waiting for a little bit <laughs> in terms of like buying Blu-rays and whatnot. But yeah, it, it definitely wasn't like a, yeah. a selling point for me personally. But Sony, again, man, they stuck to their guns on this. Like they might have been selling these consoles at a loss. But once their their medium took over the industry, they kind of made their money back. Yeah, I think they cut the price down relatively quickly as well on the PS3. I think I think they released at six hundred, but I think maybe by the holidays they had cut it to I want to say five hundred. I don't know if it hmm. was that quick. I know that no, it wasn't that quick because I remember it picking wasn't? up a okay. PlayStation Three a little bit after the holidays, and it was yeah. a full six hundred back then. Okay, but they did have the the model that wasn't Wi Fi, right? Didn't they have a, a twenty gig model? Oh no, it wasn't backwards compatible. I think. Yeah, they they basically because that's the one I ended up with. Yeah. is. I bought shortly after release. I, I I don't know why. I have like one indelible memory of every one of these fucking consoles. Um, but this one was that my dad <laughs> bought me my PS3 at Costco. I remember that. Um, and it was like slightly less expensive, but it was the model that plays PS1 games, but not PS2 games. Because that was the whole thing is like if you got the 60 gig like chromed out in the front version with the USB ports, that one did PS1 and PS2. Mine didn't have the four USB ports, so it only does PS1. And I think there might have even been a third model that was like 20 gigs or something. Yeah, they really Sony came out the gate kind of with this thing. It was all it was kind of a mess. Remember the the boomerang controller that they announced? The greatest um, control of all time. Oh, yes. definitely. I'm surprised they haven't released that. They should release that just to like mess with people. Um, then they had, uh, when, then even when they released the console, it wasn't a dual shot controller. Yep. So, six axis. Baby. Yeah, it was the six yeah. axis, which was a bit of a disaster. So they had a they had a few missteps, but still wound up pretty good in the end. I mean, for for that many missteps, they really didn't feel the loss at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other. Any other console manufacturer, any other launch that went as poorly as the PS3 launch, they would have been done. Yeah. Right? Like, they just, they had so much goodwill that it kind of didn't matter. Right. Especially to launch a year later, too, with all these deficiencies at that price. It's it's, it's like, on paper, it's a recipe for disaster. If you were just reading these specs, you'd be like, nah, it didn't make it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But we had so it was a, it was a I don't I don't really consider this launch lineup like really that strong in comparison to the previous but there was one system seller for me here which was Resistance Fall of Man. Yeah. That was like a new IP, it was first person shooter and I saw this game and thought wow, I don't think this could be done on an Xbox. Yeah. You know, and Yeah. But like I remember though the uh the conference this is the second time that Sony would lie to us when they had the uh, <laughs> when they had the demo to Killzone 2 and they showed this fully CGI demo and everybody's like, what is that gameplay? And they're like, yeah, gameplay. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. yeah. And then at the end, not, I think everybody, everybody was b- 
bought it, and I think this is probably what held people off from buying an Xbox during the course of that year because they were waiting for something like Killzone 2. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Killzone 2 at this point. And then later on, Sony like releases like a statement or an interview. They were like, well, that's not what the game looks like, but that's what we want it to look like. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember thinking, wow. That's what we were aspiring to. Oh, you lying bastards. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, they had a Ridge Racer release, of course. Yep. Um, Arnie, so so this is now that we're caught up, Arnie, which any games on this list, day one purchases that got you to get a PS3? Um, Off this list, Resistance, man. Mm. Loved Resistance. Tony Hawk's Project 8, obviously. Garbage. Um, (laughs) But I got it. Um. Yeah. There. Honestly, I was slightly underwhelmed by this release, like uh, launch lineup. I the one the and I'm sure we'll get to this later. But the one game that I was like convinced should have been on this list that is not is Lair. Where the hell is Lair? Mm. Because that's the game that I remember everybody talking about. Like all the video game reviewers being like, it's fully like motion controlled and it's like (laughs) dragons and it's amazing and then eventually like i was like this like i was not sold at all so i skipped it and years later i bought it for like a dollar and i was like this is unplayable like i don't i don't know how they thought this was gonna be like a huge thing this game is terrible (laughs) (laughs) uh what about you paul any day ones I, I didn't get the PlayStation 3 day one, um, so I can't really say that I got any of these things, but I'm I'm looking at the list. It's a you know what? This is a good list of games. Like you said, there's a Ridge Racer, there's a Tony Hawk. Marvel Ultimate Alliance yep. ended up being a really surprisingly good game that ironically I played on the Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> But as a as a launch game, yeah, you've you know you've got your Madden, you've got now 2K on the uh, on the PS3 as well, so you've got all the sports games covered. What's what's interesting to me is how the how the priorities change over yeah. the years. Like the PS1, you've got a platformer, you've got you know several fighting games, you mm-hmm. even have a shoot 'em up in in Raiden, and then you go to PS3. And there's no fighting games because that genre has pretty well fallen into favor. <laughs> you've got a whole ton of sports games because that you know that's kind of like a dominant thing. You've got Call of Duty three there. It's uh, it's it's funny actually, just kind of looking at these and seeing what is important over the years and what's not. Uh, that is true. Yeah. There's um, I remember the the initial PS3 launch didn't really impress me other than Resistance because. A lot of these games were just PS2 games that were just being Mm. ported over. Yeah. And to me, I think this was the first time that you really saw not so much a focus on having that launch title. These were just upgrades over the previous gen. So the PS3 was definitely great, but it wasn't as big of a jump from the PS2 to PS3 on launch day. You could still play these games on a previous console. And yeah. I think that's probably why I didn't pick it up day one either, but just drooled over Resistance until I picked it up. And um, some other game, Motorstorm, I thought Motorstorm was a day one release and it wasn't. <laughs> that came out like a few months later, I believe. So it was like within that launch window. But that was yeah. another game yeah, that looked that one, incredible to me when I first saw it. That was yeah. a that was a PAL launch title, Motorstorm. It, it did come out. Yeah, because our 
Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I remember it. Yeah. yeah, so definitely wasn't a launch title here, but in the U.S. But mm. so nonetheless, um, what about you, Jeff? What, are there any games here that would have gotten you to get that console straight up for the PS3? No, <laughs> uh, it's quite an <laughs> underwhelming list. Right, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, Resistance. I, I picked up Resistance some years later, secondhand, mm. and was pretty unimpressed by it. Yeah, you know, after four four years later, once you played all the other mm. really good FPSs that had come out on the console after mm-hmm. that. Um, it does remind me, looking at this and, and thinking about the PS3, uh, I I played the Fight Night round, was it Fight Night round three on the Xbox 360? And it was like, yeah. when you when you, when you you really catch someone with a proper punch mm. and it slow-mos their face <laughs> and you see all, yeah. the, all the sweat. <laughs> and I, I remember seeing that going, I, I've got to get a 360. I've got to get one. <laughs> I, I need to get this. And then... Um, Gears of War completely sucks yep, me in. Right. So then when you're playing those games and then suddenly you know, PlayStation launches with this and these titles, it's like none of these are anywhere near as good as Gears of War. So I just don't need a PlayStation 3. Yeah. Yep. I really don't. Yep. And when I looked at, we were talking about Blu-ray, I mean, I've now got quite a, a healthy amount of Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. No, you know, still I've got far more DVDs than I do anything else. But at the time, I was also entering uh, my car. I was 22, 23, entering that. that my, my brain was yet to fully mature, as I've I now see, learned. See, told you. But I was, I was becoming for the kind of the cynical person that I am today. And I was thinking Blu-ray. And I looked at it. I remember seeing it in the shops going, it's marginally better than DVD. <laughs> and it's double the price. And I was like, I don't really want to go back and rebuy all the yeah. movies I've rebought on DVD to yes. get them yet on another. So I was like, <laughs> PlayStation, I'm I'm out. Like I might even be out this whole generation because <laughs> the 360 was turning into a powerful kick-ass machine. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. right. The big... The, the 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 game that brought me back towards PlayStation. Well, there were two things that brought me back to PlayStation. One was three consoles in a row getting that that red ring of death. Yep. Oh man, um, what a classic classic shoot yep. yourself in the foot moment for yeah. Microsoft. Yeah, massive. Um, it's it's a real shame. I, I you get three consoles back from the you know, based on warranty and they kept failing uh-huh. and I just had to give up on it at that point and I didn't go to the new Xbox. But also Metal Gear Solid Four. Yep. Uh, that was like okay I can't play that anywhere else um, I loved Metal Gear Solid 1, 2 and 3 I've got to play 4 uh, was it the, Was it a great game? yeah it was it was, it was, it was a, a top top game um, probably not a game I'd go back to and replay anytime soon but bloody hell it, 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 it impressed me enough to get to make me buy a Playstation 3 with all the shit that, that surrounded that console yeah yeah um, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because it's ugly, it's huge. Like my original PlayStation 3, it's still I can still see it. It's sat under the TV. My wife thinks it's some sort of like deep fat fryer. It's so big. Like, why is this? Why is this next to the TV? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I know it's ugly, but like, dude, if it was I'd a deep it, fat fryer what? in addition to a video game system, I'm in. that's a fucking yeah. launch day purchase. That's worth six hundred bucks. <laughs> Fry me up I'm some in. wings and go play some games. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, it's Sony Sony does have that that uh, ability, right? I don't know. For me it's like every generation up to the point we're talking about, it's like the initial release, except for the PS2. The PS2 I was like, "Oh, that looks pretty sleek." But without fail, I always like their sort of slim redesigns better every single time. Every yeah. time. Yeah. Um I will say uh one of the things that Jeff was talking about that sort of got me was 
I the the one other thing is I remember my PS3 not getting a lot of play even after I had gotten it because most of my friends had 360s and we were playing you know Modern Warfare we were playing Halo 3 we were play- I was playing uh, Oblivion you know later on Skyrim Mass Effect like the mm-hmm. the PlayStation sort of didn't catch me until the latter half of that generation when they started doing like Infamous I remember which I think released earlier on but Infamous was like the first playstation 3 game that i was like "Ooh, i need to play this like this is one yeah that i have to like pick up on ps3 as soon as i can right yeah Un- uncharted was another one yep i mean uncharted was big it just it just seemed that any playstation 3 exclusives and i loved my 360 because like you said there was so many so many games available on that mm-hmm. console that were great but whenever there was a a console exclusive game on the ps3 i always felt this game cannot be done on an xbox there was just yeah. like this crisp level to the uh, level of detail to these games, like Uncharted, like uh, Resist- uh, Fallen, Resistance. Um, I don't know. There was this Killzone. There was just something crisp about these games that MotorStorm yeah. you couldn't really get on another console. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think so too. The games just they just looked a little bit better. Yeah, and uh, I I don't know if we're gonna see that kind of difference ever again because it seems like those differences are getting smaller and smaller between systems now but yeah there was a little bit of a difference too the other thing too with the ps3 for it to catch up like you look at this launch list how many japanese games do you see there like one right Uh, like ridge racer well you got well uh was mobile suit gundam not uh japanese i presume oh my god a mobile suit gundam game how the (laughs) hell did i miss that all right so you know, to <laughs> like the most Japanese game possible there. But the, so, yeah, the, like, the there's PS3, a couple. The, the, the PS3 era, whatever whatever generation number it is, yeah. it was not a good era for Japanese developers. In no, general. no, it wasn't. And this, this, this just reflects that. I think that they must have just, you know, shoving all these sports games onto it. I mean, this is probably the most Amer- North American... <laughs> centric list i've ever seen it really NBA, is. nhl tiger woods tony hawk <laughs> yeah i'm shocked too madden jesus but the, but the games would come like even if they the did. quality dropped off a bit as far yeah. as japanese developed games this generation they they did come eventually you did get your metal gear you did get your final fantasy yeah. 12 yep. you know and lost and planet stuff like was that. pretty good i remember yeah yep. yeah so if you if you were even like if you were an RPG gamer of any kind, you had to kind of own a PS3 because Xbox 360 was not going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. You had like Lost Odyssey, Final Fantasy 13, Infinite Undiscovered. Like you had a couple of Square Enix weird releases, but yeah, Blue Dragon. And, yeah, yeah, but PS3 was where you went if you wanted to get any sort of RPG fix. Yeah, pretty much. My apologies. I said Final Fantasy 12. I meant 13. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, you're right. Like. Those and those particular games, they just take longer to develop, right? Yep. So you're not going to see RPGs as launch titles, and that really gives Xbox that push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the 360 definitely had the upper hand that generation. Where it ended, I think Sony might have caught up, but it definitely yeah. put Xbox like back on the map. Like this is a serious competition right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I remember, man, I never thought I'd buy an Xbox 360. I just I just didn't. And then suddenly <laughs> I'm looking at the games that are available. I'm looking at the price yeah. because the 360, mm-hmm. I think I got it on sale 
um, one holiday season, which might have been the season that the PS3 launched. I can't quite remember, but it was like half the price oh, yeah. Yeah. of the PS3. And I'm like, well, why would I? Mm-hmm. Why would I buy a PS3 when I'm gonna play? I'm about to, I'm about to play Oblivion, and I had already yeah. played Morrowind, right? And so Oblivion's available. Halo Three was amazing. Uh, right. mm-hmm. That was an event. Modern Warfare, like yeah. I remember when the 360 came out. Uh, one of my day one purchases for that one was the call. I think it was Call of Duty Two, mm. and that game looked insane. I was just like, wow, this is so cool. Played it. <laughs> yeah. Things blowing up. I was like, to a level of detail I hadn't really experienced before. But they really, yeah, they came out the gate swinging. And Sony just kind of like really just, they for a console that was going to come out a year later, they didn't really step it up. They didn't really blow yeah. anybody out the water. They didn't really push anybody to get this thing. That price point, like you said, Paul, I think the Xbox 360, was it the Pro? The the bigger the the one that came oh, with the, the hard uh, drive because they didn't even <laughs> one was yeah, the arcade model there was yeah. there was a uh, like yeah there was like an arcade edition yeah. that didn't have a hard drive in it so and then there was the, the regular. twenty gig one that yeah. came with it that one was like I think that was about two ninety nine you're still sitting on a PlayStation a year later that's five ninety nine on launch yeah so Microsoft had plenty of room there to even tr- mess around with the price a little I'm not sure if they did I yeah. can't quote me but even if they didn't. They were able to sell their console at the same price a year into its launch and still be half the price of a PlayStation 3. Yep. It was cheap enough that for me, it was an impulse buy. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't, I didn't walk into, I think it was Walmart. (laughs) I didn't walk into Walmart that day expecting to get a 360, but it was, it was Boxing Day here in Canada Mm -hmm. and it was on sale for like a hundred bucks off. And it's like, well, might as well. Now I have to buy it, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, let's jump into the PlayStation 4 era. Yeah. And this will be the last, yeah, this is right. This is what we're looking at before the PlayStation 5 launches. And give it to Sony. They came out with a great tagline. Greatness awaits. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. because It was simple yep. and everybody's talking about it. And they... I'm going to say they definitely delivered through the course of the lifespan of this console because the amount of first-party exclusives on this on the system was is just amazing. And it's really, really stacked the deck up for the Xbox to even come near yeah. this at this point. And and these were just these were just sequels that we're looking at. They these are established IPs going back far far back as a PlayStation 2 era. So PlayStation 4 is coming out. They got these games that are coming down the pipeline. Launch day comes. A rare twist. It came out in North America first. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and and here you guys are complaining all the time about being left left out. Well, on the you know what? <laughs> and look at Our you, protesting everything first. paid off. It only took about, you know, <laughs> yeah. 20 years, but we're good now. And I'm looking at, so let's look at the, the launch lineup. I'm not really impressed with this launch lineup either. Yeah. Outside of Killzone yeah. Shadowfall, which was probably the game they were pushing... And of course, I mean, come on, Knack. We all need Knack. Oh boy, Knack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, you were looking again at uh, PS3 games being ported over. Nothing really exclusive here other than those two games. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Flower as a launch title. Which was a- Are we even really listing <laughs> that here? <Come> on. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's what they listed as a launch title. Because <laughs> if but, you had yeah. a... Well, but, Paul, you'll be happy on, to man. know that fighting games are back on the menu. They are. Injustice. 
Yeah, it's true. And injustice is a it is a thing. And just dance. <laughs> I thought I'm, I might be jumping the gun, but I thought that wasn't there that uh, game that was a year eighteen something. It was a shooter. Oh, the like Order eighteen eighty six. Oh, that was that was it. Thank you. Where's that was that? later I think on. It was a launch, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was it within the launch window, but I don't know if it was day oh, one or not. I, I think. But yeah, that was. There was a lot of buzz about that, and that was a pile of yeah. Yeah, that game. That game was well, definitely. That was, I don't even know. I don't know if it came out in 2013, but it was at least 2014 at some point, or even yeah. later. Or maybe it was a. Maybe it was launched in Europe because we got it after everybody else. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I remember <laughs> the only reason I remember that game is because I remember yeah. it being slightly touted, and then immediately when people got it, it's like this game's like three hours long. <laughs> yes. And yeah. everybody being like, is this what it is now? We're going to get like games that are like, you know, I <laughs> yeah, could be in an afternoon, worried. but they look gorgeous because I don't want that. Yeah. Was it? So, so Jeff, was there and like, was there anything that pushed you to get the PS4 day one or did you wait? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I guess I'm realizing more and more that I really am not a day one gamer. Yeah. I, I need to hand in my, my badge <laughs> and my gun. Um, so close to retirement. Just take, just take, <laughs> yeah, it really feels like it. It was it was Bloodborne that pushed that pushed me to get a PS4. Oh, okay. And that's usually what it is now. It's like you've got to give me a game that I can't get any place else. Mm-hmm. Like you know, maybe not like Breath of the Wild, but there was a couple of games on the Switch that really forced my hand in the end. Arnie. Hey, they they gave me Shin Megami Tensei Five <laughs> news. I'm I'm in the process of getting a Switch now. I'll believe it when <laughs> yeah, I see right? it. Yeah, right. More on that in another episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep them listening. <laughs> uh what about you paul anything here that really wanted you to, made you want to get a ps4 no you know i might be i don't know man when the ps5 comes out i might change my tune but i'm not generally a day one guy anymore or at least there was a long period where i wasn't and i look at a launch lineup like this and frankly there's a good reason right. i'm not a day one guy anymore yeah you you gotta you gotta impress me, and this is not doing it. Like, what do we have here, really? Skylanders. Like, <laughs> Skylanders. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sound shapes. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Angry Birds, Star Wars. You know, Lego, yeah. Marvel superheroes. Okay, uh, sure. When I pulled up this just list, Dance twenty fourteen. Yeah, when I pulled nah, up man, this list, like, this is... I thought the same thing. I was just like, ah. and I got a PS four day one. Yeah, I got one. I just got yeah. caught up in the hype because this and the Xbox One came out relatively within a week of each other. Mm. So these yeah. were pretty close. But the mm. same thing on the Xbox side. I mean, you just had the same kind of list here. You really didn't have... Yeah. You just kind of picked the console you basically wanted more than the other at this point because you were getting the same games. Mm. Um, yeah. But at least Microsoft had... I think they had Dead Island 3, which, you know, that was, that was yeah. a franchise that was a thing for a little while. Yep. And they had Forza at least with launch. Yep. Yep. So they had a couple of console exclusives, but if you look at this list and if you look at the the Xbox One launch list, they're almost identical. Yeah. And, and again, still Wii U was still around, right? So that was what Nintendo Land and like Zombie U. Did the Wii U come out a year before? Yeah, the Wii U, I think, 2012. Yeah, the Wii U did not last that long. They How on they, earth did they mess that up so They took badly, that one behind like... the barn and, and shot it pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think having your main peripheral look like a Fisher-Price toy was just not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But yeah. this is, you know, Paul, you made you made a great point though, because as I'm looking at this, and I'm I get I just want to have things day one, just because I'm just an idiot, and my kids make me <laughs> right. But sure, yeah. but like I'm the more I'm looking at this, the more I'm like I'm not really excited about the PS5 or mm. the new Xbox. Like I feel like I can I wait, dude. I feel like I can wait now. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm looking at this list of PS4 launch titles and this is actually making me less excited for the PS5. Yes. It has nothing to do with the PS5. It's just that I'm seeing this list and I'm like, boy, this is this is grisly. Like, yeah. I don't think if if this is what's going to happen with the PS5, then all right, I'll see you in a couple of years. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think that I almost feel that there is the like like we were talking before like you can see the shift right the shift in each mm. launch and where they're going and more and more they're not going anywhere they're just porting over stuff onto the new console mm. and i think that for the ps5 and as well as the xbox that's going to be the main focus we're just porting over these games you're just getting a, a a better upgrade of the game but you're not really getting anything new right now you're probably yeah. going to have to wait like a year or so and I've never seen that message more just more just in, right in your face than this coming generation before yeah. it was kind of hidden. Okay, so I got, I've got a question that I think is legit. So, okay, Jeff, do you think that we're spoiled and, and that's what the problem is now? Do I think that we're spoiled? You mean gamers or, or, or do you mean... Uh, yeah, okay, so we've got this, we've got the <laughs> PS1 launch list, right? And aside from a couple of games, like... Nobody's nobody's thinking of oh man, remember when PS One launched with Street Fighter the movie, the game, the movie, the game. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we're remembering the PS One launch fairly fondly, mm. but like, are are we just spoiled? Like, is the PS Four launch really that bad, or is it just that it came out and we're old men now, and it's yeah. just nothing impresses us anymore? Uh, yeah, it's it's always a combination of all of them. I I think it's. I think definitely the spoiled mentality comes in, but I, I think you know the the caveat to that is that uh, especially I mean anyone who's now lived through multiple console generations, they'll look back and go, "My God, look at this amazing library on the old console! Mm-hmm. New console comes out, I want that same library today." Yeah, it's like no, 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 it's going to take years and years to build that up. Yeah, yeah. even I found myself today complaining like. Switch first party has been terrible the last 12 months. But I'm sure once the Switch is finished, you'll look back and go, it was actually pretty good for first party yeah. overall. Yeah. Maybe there were like there were like droughts and floods and what have you. Mm. Um but you'll look back and go, okay, every you know, overall we were we can be pretty happy with that. But yeah, when you're in the moment, us as gamers, we there's nothing there's still nothing like buying and getting something you really really want mm-hmm. and be the first in line or be that first <laughs> yeah. kid in, your, in, in on the block yeah and all, all this stuff where you are the one when you even now when i go to work and people who know me as the gamer say oh jeff have you got the ps5 of course i want to turn around and go of course i do old boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't come over to play it <laughs> you know that's not with your monocle um yeah, exactly. Uh, I always have one in my desk at work just in case the situation <laughs> calls for it arises. <laughs> exactly. But we all we all want to be excited by video games. We want to be excited by the new console. And you just find like 
when you see people getting excited over it, you know, yeah, but you're just going to be playing Last of Us 2 Remastered <laughs> yeah. or GTA 5 again. That's what you're going to be yeah. playing because the, all the new games are are not going to be good enough. Yeah. Um, and everyone's going to pick up a PS5 and then immediately pl- plug in the PSVR and play Tetris Effect, you know, <laughs> something like that, because that's still a really good game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to answer. Yes, um, yes I yes. am a spoiled little piggy and I do want all of my... <laughs> good baby games as soon as they come out. But no, I think I think Jeff hit on something really interesting um, that it's, at least for me, what it is now is two, I think it's twofold. One is that we've, we've been through this so many times. Like, I think it loses its luster after, you know, a while. And the jumps just aren't as big as they used to be. Right. But the other thing is, is like, I, I can't show off anymore. Like, I think part of the part, a really big part of, for me, buying a new console day one was like, you got your friends together because you couldn't all afford it. And you'd go to whoever's house had the newest thing. And then you'd play and you, you know, just like have a good time. Now it's like, oh, I got the PS4 and like all my friends have it. Like, we're not going to see each other. Like, we're play online, if anything. But like, nobody, nobody's excited anymore. We all have boring jobs that like, let us <laughs> afford things and like, not be happy about anything anymore and just complain. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not exciting. I don't have to barter with my mother for like, you know, the next six months of my life to get a new console anymore. I just go and buy it and it's not exciting. What about, <laughs> what about the, uh, the uh, girlfriend, the partner doesn't, don't you have to kind of like ease her into the situation and kind of go right in six months time, <laughs> PlayStation five. Yeah. I, I, I'm lucky enough that she's all, she likes video games. Um, I, not to the degree that I, you know, have this existence, um, but definitely <laughs> enough that she's like, yeah, we could, we could get that like eventually. Um, so it's not that much of a, of an issue. I think the things that get me excited now are like, um, the peripherals, you know, like the VR stuff now and like the new motion stuff, like all that stuff is like the only thing that I'm like, this is like a new sensation that I haven't experienced before. Like I want more of this. But mm. as far as just sitting down and playing video games, like if it's not a specific IP that I am looking forward to, I'm not trying to to gamble with five hundred dollars at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I tell you, man, that that Switch launch, even though it was only two fucking games, <laughs> yep. and let's be real, even though it was only one, one game, <laughs> it was the game, like, one new game. I was excited, man, yeah. and and even with the one game, it delivered. Yep. I still don't regret. There wasn't one second after I bought that Switch that I regretted having purchased it. Zelda mm. was that good. So, yeah, I don't I don't really know, man. I don't know what the secret sauce is here. I just look at a list that includes FIFA 14 and, <laughs> you know, and, and Knack. And, it, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I would trade in all of these, all of these games. There's like over 20 for one Zelda-like experience on mm. launch. No, that's yeah. absolutely right, man. It's um I think I think now we're seeing that the the end so so to speak of the launch the launch game, that one game. Yeah. I think outside of Nintendo you're not really seeing that with these consoles. And they're clearly do- doing different things. Like you could see and we can get more on this on a separate episode, but yeah. you can see that Microsoft is doing one thing and Sony's doing another. But mm-hmm. It's it's a matter of preference right now, and what whatever they're doing doesn't really compel me to get a console on day one. And yeah. 
it definitely has a lot to do with age. I want to say it's wisdom, though, because I'm just kind of like, I got so much more patience now. But don't get me wrong. If if I'm if I walk into a Best Buy and I hear somebody yelling, I'll too. I'm going to run over there and get that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me ask. Let me ask you guys this, because I wonder if this might also be a thing in it. Um, do you think that part of it could also be like the fact that we know we know now for sure that this thing's going to release and within a year or two, it's going to be like, here's the PS5 Super Mega Hyper Edition Pro. And like, yeah. now do you want this super cool version of this thing? So I, I don't know. I feel like because before you had the console and for the most part, like that was it. You know, like I know the Super Nintendo did like the SNES Mini and stuff like that. But that was like end of life cycle stuff. Yeah. Like I don't I yeah. feel like that stuff wasn't like a in, like a necessary part of the experience before now it's like yeah. if you have a ps4 here's a ps4 pro like you can still play our ps4 games but like a lot of these games from now are going to be optimized for this specific right. console yeah launch so, especially yeah yeah so now I, I feel like i'm very tempted to not get launch stuff because i feel like it's just it's just a matter of time till they give me the new thing down the road yeah good point yeah good point jeff are you gonna say something no, I, I I do have a question. Maybe my my chair has been creaking loudly, <laughs> but, but I do. I've also kind of got got a, pon- a pondering and a thought. You know, when when new consoles were coming out, when you were, when you were seeing the magazines or in the news articles on TV, because uh, there's no YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, you would see scores of people lining up round blocks, <laughs> waiting to. And most of the time, it's parents and adults yeah. having to go because they're getting it for their kids. When I think of my experience now shopping uh in uh take away the covid and just put put yourself back in back in normality Uh, it's still mostly adults buying games and consoles mm -hmm. but for themselves kids want tablets they want minecraft they want rocket league they want stuff that they can just instantly access i don't think my nephew who's 12 is going to get super excited for the playstation 5 (laughs) i don't think he is i don't think he really cares yeah interesting so is it is it just is it now our generation and maybe you know the ones who are in their in their twenties as well, mm-hmm. uh, Arnie. Looking looking at looking at your your <laughs> your your generation, where like it still means something to have a launch, and and it, it's something that is now a little bit of a maybe like a we're looking at the Sony list. We're thinking Microsoft and Sony right now. Like yeah, it's not compelling to buy a launch because they know that we're the consumer yeah. and we'll get one anyway. We'll get one soon <laughs> yeah. enough. They don't need to sell a million units in the first week to prove anything to anyone. I I think that um, right now what you're seeing is that Microsoft is even telling you, you don't need to get this new console. We're, we're going to release these games on the, on the current console. So they're not even pressing anybody to upgrade. Whereas Sony, they're more like, no, buy our new shit. Buy it now. It's coming. Get yeah. it. And, yeah. But I think both both consoles are going to be doing the exact same thing. You know, they're not going to have anything day one. And I, I don't know. I just like I said, it's it's no rush at this point. But I could be lying and get one day one. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. The other thing, well, is Anthony, never... are your are your kids talking about the PS Five? Oh, hell, that's kind of what we're getting. That's at. the pressure I'm feeling. Yeah, <laughs> they are, <laughs> they're all about it, man. They want to get yeah. that, but they don't. But they're you know they're teenagers. They're excited. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've. You know. But would they, would they be queuing if you gave them five hundred dollars or six hundred, whatever it's going to cost? Will they be, will they be queuing overnight outside of Best Buy for? Oh, them? they probably would. 
Actually, no, they're lazy. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't. They make yeah. me do it. They, I'd give them the five hundred dollars, <laughs> and they'd be like, "Thanks, Daddy. Hey, can you go out and go get this? Sure, okay." <laughs> but no, I would. I I sit on my lazy ass and order off Amazon like a civilized. Exactly. Human being. Exactly. <laughs> propping up, propping up the machine. Yeah, I think propping up the I machine. Think, I think ten years ago you would have seen people lined up. Curious to see what's going to happen now, though. I don't think you're going to see that. I don't think you're going to see. Well, actually, yeah. you're definitely not going to see that now. <laughs> There's a little thing going around right now that people are yeah. not going to be outside. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but fair enough. I, you've you've just you've just unlocked an, a, a, one of my favorite memories of the last uh, the last five years of when in North America when you guys went crazy over the the NES Classic. Oh, oh yeah, and oh. people losing That's their great. shit at places like Amazon oh. for like canceling their orders yep. and it's not in stock anymore and local best buy there's like two in the state and everyone's driving to pick them up and there's us lot us there's like us lot in europe like laughing going ha, we got all of our yeah supply. that's an excellent point <laughs> uh, you you missed the best part which is just scrolling through like so many craigslist ads of like a dude with a <laughs> table in his dining room with like 50 nes classic like, 250 bucks <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, that, that I like. I sold mine. Yeah, I I picked it up, fully intending to take it home, open it up, and play it. I had yeah. no idea that this nonsense was going to happen with it. I got home and out of curiosity, just because I had heard things, mm-hmm. I looked on eBay, and I was like, "Dear God!" Yeah, and so I had to make a decision. I was like, "All right, <laughs> I'm going to put this thing up on eBay, and if I can't get 400 bucks for it i'll keep it because that was my original (laughs) intent if i am able to sell it for 400 dollars, then i would be an idiot not to 400 canadian it's a miniature yeah yeah Yeah, 400 canadian right (laughs) so (laughs) we i can get like a latte in france with that (laughs) but like I mean, how could I not yeah. sell it for four hundred dollars? I would have been stupid to turn down that money. Yep. And it turns out, yeah, some guy in in Montreal, probably a Canadians fan, <laughs> gave me four hundred dollars for the NES Classic. I, I had to sell it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know if that's ever going to happen again either. Yeah, that was just you know I was that and that wasn't that long ago that people were losing their minds for this thing. So. Anything's no. possible, but yeah. I just don't see it right now. Like I don't see people in a, in a normal time. I really don't see yeah. people trying to line up for a, a PS5 or an Xbox X at this point. No. It's just I yeah. I will say that one thing this episode has taught me is that with very few exceptions, I don't remember any day one games. None at all. I usually don't yeah. play them. I will most definitely not remember like 90% of them. Um, and I think that sort of speaks to the fact that, you know, like like you'd expect, game developers get better at making games the longer they get to spend time with a machine. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so what you're getting day one is very rarely, I mean, there are obviously exceptions with Breath of the Wild and so on, but very rarely is, Nintendo, is, it, the, is the first thing you play on, on any console the thing you're going to remember the most. No, that's absolutely yep. right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's um Yeah, I think we beat a dead horse, but yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> we're, we're basically we're good, we're waiting, but we may not wait, but we will. Yeah. But 
maybe not day one <laughs> until the next don't game comes. buy playstation 5 so we can buy them yes and resell them. don't don't eat up the inventory people <laughs> <laughs> we gotta feed people here my kids will kill I me <laughs> uh well All on right. that note i guess we should wrap this up this has been fun uh yeah Wow, it's 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 just fun looking back on this stuff, like the stuff that we don't remember, the revisionist history of it all, man. I know, right? <laughs> I can't wait till we do the Nintendo ones. Oh, it'll be like, quick. It'll be like thirty minutes. Yeah, it'll be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hit, 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 classic, amazing, classic. I was classic, right, pilot well win sixty four. Yo, hit, I was, hit, I was, hit. I was gonna write it down on the outline just as a side note, but then I, I started thinking about Nintendo sixty four, two games. GameCube, <laughs> what two games? It was like boom, 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 boom. I was like, wow, that'll be a a quick Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the GameCube is the only one that had like more than yeah. you know a handful. Yep. It was actually a yeah. fairly reasonable amount of games at launch, yep. but you know, it didn't have a DVD player, and that was that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a swan song for a minute. All righty, but. We just want to thank you guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, this has been really, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you can get us on IG, Region Free Gamers Podcast. Hit up our website, regionfreegamers.com. Or hit up, up on Twitter, Region Free Gamer, no S due to the character limitations. That's and funny. let us know what you think. Give us some love and let's chat. Let's chat it out. And for that, signing off, Paul, Jeff, Arnie. Thanks, everyone. Peace. Later, guys. Do it next time.